Sheila E., welcome to the program. Appreciate the time. How are you doing today? I'm great, thank you. How are you? I, I'm very I'm very well. You got a new uh, Latin jazz special coming out on PBS on Friday. Um, how did that come together, and uh, what can we expect from that special coming out? Uh, my friend Tony Sukar, who's a Latin Grammy artist uh, and producer, uh, he put this whole project together. It's his, and he wanted me to be a part of it in hosting the show as well as playing uh, one song or so, and uh, I was like, absolutely. He's an incredible arranger, songwriter, and he wanted to show showcase Latin jazz music, and because Latin jazz music is who I am, that's the foundation of who I am as an artist. Uh, growing up, my dad being Latin jazz artist as well, um, I, I just thought that this was a, a great pairing for us to do this together. But he did all the work, of course. I mean, he arranged all these songs. He wow. went to all the different countries. He's uh, Peruvian and Japanese, and he went to Peru. He went to Brazil, Cuba. Um, he went to a bunch of places to be able to play this music and showcase what this music is and, and what it means. And I think this is a great time for it because during the pandemic, I think everyone latched on to music and, mm -hmm. and it being healing. And, and so we're now trying to get the next generation of people and even some older people that have never heard Latin jazz music just to open this genre of music to them uh, and experience it in a way that you never have. And, you know, I mean, it's it's so passionate. And yeah. there are times, I mean, the music, the arrangements Tony did, I mean, I couldn't sit down and watch it. I had to stand up. I was like, oh, my <laughs> God. It makes you just... My my sister, my family watched it when it... when. Uh, they showed it to us last week, mm -hmm. and my sister, my family, they all called, and they're like, we're going to start taking salsa lessons. I'm like, you guys already know how to dance salsa. What do you mean? <laughs> but it's so inspiring. I, it's so inspiring. I, I guarantee you it's going to be hard to sit down and watch this, but it was just it was amazing, the, the job that he did, and I, I'm just glad to be a part of it. I didn't do hardly anything but just, you know, host it, but... It's an incredible piece, and I, I, I really believe it's for family. It's for everyone. You're going to enjoy it. The passion that, that, that I can just hear in your voice for this project, what is it about uh, Latin jazz and just jazz in general? It seems to get mu musicians so just riled up. Is it the freedom that that form of music allows you as an artist? Yeah, it's somewhat of, of freedom, but at the same time, it's 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 almost like a lifestyle. It's what it is. Like it's inside. It's it's hmm. who you are, you know. And and it, it, to be true to that. So and, and it's the rhythms, the rhythms that make you get up and want to dance, um, whether it be fast or slow. It's just that passion behind what the music is. It's the lifestyle of what it is. The culture of what it is. And you can't help. But feel that, and I swear, I mean, there was one or one song, um, one piece that he had done. I just kind of cried. I, I just, I mean, because he went to Spain, and then the dancers with the cajon. I, it, it's just amazing. Like I literally kind of cried, and and I called him. I was like, "You have no idea what you've just done." I mean, to mm -hmm. inspire me, I'm watching it. I didn't get to see the whole thing initially, mm -hmm. um, and when the whole piece came together, I just said, "Gosh." Congratulations to you, Tony, to all the awards you're going to win for this incredible <laughs> piece because the music is amazing. 
You mentioned we're talking with the legendary musician uh, Sheila E. Got the new Latin jazz special on PBS on Friday. She's currently on the cover of Modern Drummer magazine. You mentioned uh, early on in our conversation about the roots. This is your roots of where you kind of grew up with as a musician with your father. What does it mean to you this coming November, you and your dad getting lifetime achievement uh, awards from the Latin Grammys? Um, pretty awesome. <laughs> pretty <laughs> exciting. Um, we had no idea this was even happening. We were shocked. I probably cried for 20 or 30 minutes, no joke. And um, I was more excited for my dad than anything to give him his flowers while he's still here mm-hmm. and to acknowledge him for all the work that he's done and, and sticking to his roots because the Latin jazz is his roots. And there were times where people had said to him, you know, uh, this is not going to last. This is not music that will be here forever. And it, you know, you're not going to make any money doing it and blah, 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 and this and that. And, and um, you know, he stuck to his roots and, and this is his music. And I'm just happy for him that people see this and acknowledge who he is and what he has uh, uh, presented to people with his music. Um, we're really excited about it. Humbled. You, really humble. Yeah, you you mentioned how people have been drawn to to music with from this pandemic because it can bring out emotion. As a performer who feeds off of that electricity between yourself and the audience, how difficult has the past year been for you? Um, initially, it was fine because I had never been home this long. <laughs> so <laughs> right. I just thought, wow, this is kind of cool. I'm loving this. You know, it's great. Um, it allowed me to, you know, write new music, um, you know, do things I've never done before. Of course, finish things that I was supposed to finish, um, new hobbies. Uh, and then it got to the point where I'm like, okay, this is a little bit too long. And then um, then I started feeling weird because I wasn't playing. And I I know that to, to me it's like what I do is like church. Half of it is you get the word from the pastor uh, the Word of God, and the other half is the praise and worship, the music, uh, before you get the Word of God. And both of those those two entities together is what makes going to church a lot of fun and enjoyable mm-hmm. and learning and being fed. And I love being in the studio. I love recording in the studio. I've been doing it most of my life. The other part of me, who I am, is performing live. And I didn't realize that, gosh, when I don't get to do this, I don't feel the same. I just felt broken. Mm. I felt sad. I felt uh, lonely. Um, I didn't feel as happy. I started feeling down, and that is nowhere near who I am as a person. So it took a toll on me for a minute. Um, So I'm just glad that we're getting back to performing. Yeah, I, I can imagine very much so. And with this uh, special coming out, just like I said, the passion, re- you sound very reinvigorated uh, in this particular instance, and that and that is awesome awesome to hear. Um, so you mentioned, you. you mentioned the years in, in the recording studio. Can you recall the first time you went into a recording studio, and, and were you nervous at all in that particular situation? Uh, yes. So uh, the first time I went, I didn't go into a studio. I actually, in growing up, any money that I made, I started buying equipment to teach myself how to record. Oh, wow. So that I could be a, a, an engineer and a producer. So I started, any money that I had, I'd buy my own equipment. So I used to do things at my home um, or my apartment or my condo, wherever I lived. And then the first time I went into the studio to record was... Um, I think it was an artist from the Bay Area. I don't know if it was 
him that I recorded uh, his uh, record, or it was the first time. It was, they, it was too close to each other, but we were at Fantasy Records, and my dad and I, we did our first record together, and Billy Cobham produced the record. And that was the first time we're like really being in a in a studio with an, an entire band and playing live. In those days, I mean, not a lot of people get to do that right. now, but I do, and I love it because I grew up doing it. But but the scary part about it, yes, I was extremely nervous and scared because if you made a mistake, then we had to stop oh, because yeah. you made a mis- if you made a mistake because we're all playing live. Right. So if there's a mistake, it's not like <laughs> you can go you get back to punch it in. You got to do it again. Yeah. 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 It wasn't like so the, every time I saw. Yeah. I was, gonna, I was gonna say, well, it's not like the digital age where you can just kind of stop the computer and be like, okay, pick up where we left off. It was back when you had to cut the tape, and people did not want to have to go back and do that. Oh, absolutely. You know, <laughs> and then, oh, let's start the whole entire song over because Sheila messed up. I just didn't want to be that person. And as soon as I, I had to turn my back because as soon as I saw that red, it was a huge red light, and then it had the word recording in red. And once they pressed that button, you would see that light come on in the recording. I would just have to turn to the side and go, I'm not looking at this. I don't even <laughs> want to see it on because my heart would start beating really fast. It's like, no. And I do want to, sorry, I do want to go back to something you said um, about Modern Drummer be, uh, being on the cover because it's not just being on the cover. I wanted to acknowledge that. Uh, First female, with my right? my dad and I getting the lifetime of yeah, my dad and I getting the Lifetime Achievement Award. It, we're making history with two people having the first, the, the same last name and and father and daughter. That has never happened in the mm-hmm. Latin Grammys ever, and they are not sure if that ever will. So we made history with that, but with Modern Drummer, not just the cover, but I'm the first female to win Hall of Fame uh, Modern Drummer. And we're 2021, and I just think that to acknowledge that is important before yep. all the young girls that are playing right now that, you know, there's so much that we can accomplish and never to give up and it's never too late. And I'm, I'm still doing things and like the bucket list that I have, just never stop, just never stop in no, no means opportunity. It doesn't mean that you're not qualified and you're not able to do it, or it just means that you're supposed to go in a different direction, you know, with someone else or whatever. So I just want to encourage the young girls because of this being acknowledged, you know, at 63, years young and being the first female at the hall of fame is a huge honor could not have said it better myself it is amazing you're a trailblazer a legend and uh you know and still influencing people to this day maybe one of these days we can get a sheila e and that nandy bush now who's hitting it huge on youtube a drum off between you two <laughs> we have the old and the new together yeah. that'd be amazing sheila yeah thank you sheila e, thank you so much for the time best of luck with the special and uh welcome back to the program anytime it's been a pleasure to talk to you Thank you. You too. Thank you very much. That is legendary musician Sheila E. Got the new Latin jazz uh, special coming up on Friday. You can hear the passion in her voice. Uh, So definitely check that one out and bring the family around and do a little dancing. We all could use a little good times after the year we've had. So appreciate her taking the time to talk to us today here on the program.